Hello and welcome to the Better Bite podcast. My name is Katie, I'm a registered dietitian, blogger, foodie, and at the heart of it, just a regular girl in her 20s trying to figure things out. On this podcast, we'll be talking all things food, nutrition, body image, and beyond. I hope you join me while we explore the real evidence behind popular diet trends, challenge diet culture, and rediscover why eating well is about enhancement, not punishment. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Better Bite podcast. Before we get into some of our other episodes and topics, I just wanted to take 10 minutes to introduce myself a little bit more, explain who I am, where I've come from and what's led me to start this podcast. Like I've already said, my name is Katie. I'm 25 years old and if you couldn't tell by my accent, I am from wee Northern Ireland. I've not really heard many Northern Irish accents here in the world of podcasts and unfortunately subtitles aren't an option so I sincerely hope that there's no communication barriers throughout these podcast episodes and I will do my best to enunciate as fully as I can and stay away from any Irish colloquialisms. So as far back as I can remember, I've always loved to be in the kitchen baking buns and biscuits and other delicious Irish treats. And I would have my little apron on and my sleeves rolled up, perched on a stool, and I would help my mum sieve the flour or stir the batter or lick the spoon. Very important role. And I've even had, when I was a kid, a really weirdly specific talent of just remembering recipes at the drop of a hat. So in school, we would learn how to make soda bread or scones, and I would just like watch avidly. And I would be able to come home and just rhyme off the exact ingredients, the exact weights, the method, everything. So very weirdly specific talent, but it's gotten me pretty far in life, so I'll not knock it. And then at secondary school, I loved home economics. So partly for the cooking element, that was always fun, But home economics, where I'm from anyway, also involved learning about basic healthy eating and nutrition. And I suppose this was my first real exposure to nutrition as an actual academic subject. I've always grown up in an environment where there's definitely consideration as to what foods we're putting into our bodies. Always had a pretty healthy diet, I would say, which has definitely helped in terms of my habits now. But in school, I really loved learning about the actual science behind it and the reasons behind it. And I just I just thrived in that sort of environment. So I studied home economics for GCSE and then A-level along with biology and continued to be fascinated by the impact of our food choices on our wider health. I have had many career aspirations in my life, ranging from archaeologist, lawyer, counsellor, interior designer. My first ever job aspiration as a kid, not what you would expect. I know that most little girls aspiration is to be a pop singer or an actress or a princess. No, little four-year-old Katie wanted to be a beggar and I find it really interesting that actually I have come around to a career in the food sector. Anyway, by the time I was 17, I knew clearly what my path was and I'm so lucky in that respect because so many people have no clue what they want to do. Even 
now when I'm 25 so many of my friends are so lost in what to do so I'm so lucky that I find a passion so early on that I continue to be um, so excited by. I should mention that I also have grown up in a home environment that's left subtle impressions on my attitude with what it means to eat well. My mum is a GP and her mum was a home economics teacher. I never really knew my grandmother very well, unfortunately, but my mum has told me that she really loved learning about nutrition, especially for back then, that wasn't really a key focus of home economics, but she always loved that. And I know that my mum has also had a real interest in the role of food and nutrition in healthcare. So although neither of them were required to be into nutrition as part of their explicit job role. I just find it so intriguing that that kind of interest has trickled down through the generations. And here I am now as a registered dietitian. But it's not all been sunshine and rainbows. My story does have a dark side. And unfortunately, I know that many of you will share this same story. The first time I remember questioning my body, I was 10 years old. I remember actively telling myself that my thighs were too big, that I was less because of it. If this sort of thought process hadn't happened to me, I would probably question if a child as young as 10 would even have those feelings. But sadly, this does happen in kids as young as 10 and even younger. And I can't be the only one who is heartbroken by this. Looking back, I'm so sad that 10-year-old me was even having these thoughts. 15 years has passed and in that time these feelings have peaked and troughed, but never have they really gone away. This means that over half my life has been spent critiquing every rule and lump, every imperfection, every number that's ever flashed up on the scale. Whether I breathed a sigh of relief because my weight was quote-unquote acceptable or feeling like crap for days or even weeks when it wasn't. The whole body image has held in my life has been colossal, if I'm totally honest. Naturally, this has led to a challenging relationship with food and enjoyment of food was no longer straightforward, but a constant battle, every bite laced with guilt, shame and questioning. Morality has become so tethered to food in society that we no longer question it it's just normal and I just want you all to think about that for a moment this is something I challenge myself with every single day I would be being completely disingenuous if I said that I don't still struggle with this but having completed a bachelor's degree in food science and nutrition and a postgraduate degree in dietetics I'm better equipped and more well-informed And surprisingly, this has helped my relationship with food. I now realize that science does not show food to be something to be feared, as the media would have us believe, but fully something to be appreciated and celebrated. Health and wellness has many definitions, depending on who you ask. But to me, it's the balance between physical, emotional and mental well-being. So yes, it means that certain foods eating more regularly will be beneficial for physical and I believe mental and emotional health as well. But it also means not achieving physical health or a thin ideal 
at the expense of your happiness or mental sanity. And I think that's so key. And starting off in my dietetics career as I am now, that is kind of the underlying principle of everything that I do. Food is not something that just impacts our physical health. We also constantly need to be viewing it through the lens of how is this going to impact someone's mental health and emotional health as well. So this is what the Better Bite podcast is all about. I want to give you a better understanding of food, a better mindset towards food, so that every bite can be pleasurable, enjoyable, nourishing to both your body and your mind. I want to use the voice, experience and qualifications that I've been given to speak out against the false information on the internet and help you to cut through what's backed by science. I am absolutely hell-bent on helping women realise their worth, that it is not something defined by what size of jeans you wear or what you weigh on a scale. I want food to be about enjoyment and nourishment, not punishment and restriction. If you have any specific requests, I would love to know them. You can find me on Instagram at katiewilsonrd. I'll leave it in the show notes below. So if you have any requests, send me a DM, let me know. I also have a blog, the Salt and Honey blog. It's www.saltandhoney.co.uk. Check those out and yeah, keep tuned for some more episodes coming up soon. Thanks for listening.